Got the clap. Welcome. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're off to a great start. This is the War and Beast podcast, and may the force be with you. And I do a dramatic pause because you're either saying it or you're thinking, and also with you. I'm Greg. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kendall. And this week, we are back. Sadly, we don't have any Transformers Rise of the Beast news. So we're going to the next best thing because Kendall saw that a producer for for Obi-Wan Kenobi was on the Rise of the Beast. Okay, so okay. We're like, Perfect. <laughs> okay, no, so so for the record, for the record, uh I did I did uh, I did dig a little deeper. Um so part one, two, and three, he he does have writing credits, uh teleplay by on part one and two, and written by on part three. Ah, uh uh, Joby Harold, and he is going to be uh, uh, the writer on uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. So we have we have a, a connection to Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. I assume that the show that the I, I would say if the if that movie is anything like Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, we will be so lucky. Mm-hmm. So yes, we figured we would episode. So we're recording this. On June 8th, literally the day that episode four has come out. I haven't watched it. I've only watched the first three episodes with my wife. We've all got some thoughts. So we're going to do a rundown on the first half of Obi-Wan Kenobi and give our thoughts and talk about the episodes, of course, in in a general sense. We're not going to get scene by scene like we normally do, because then we would be here for, oh, God, I'm trying to do the math. Longer than Obi-Wan was on Tatooine? Not quite that long. (laughs) <laughs> but almost but uh, yes. also spoilers you know because people are worried yes, about spoilers on this show i don't know why you would listen oh, to a podcast yeah. about obi-wan kenobi if uh if you weren't you know <laughs> i mean the only thing that i will say before before we go into spoilers is it's good and you should watch it go watch it now mm-hmm. it's better than this podcast is gonna be hey i look that's not a knock on this podcast <laughs> I recommend that you listen to the podcast, uh, but also, you know, I mean, there's hours hours of content that is available. Yes. A plethora. Oh, I didn't say that the show was better than like the core war and beast show. I mean, that's, that's classic audio gold. I'm, I'm in this specific anyway. Uh, so IMDB trivia. Sure. Uh, so I, I, there's a lot of it here. I'm just going to, I'm just going to read it. Fortunately, IMDb puts them in like the order of importance. So mm. I'm just going to start at the beginning and we'll see where it goes. When Disney officially announced the series, actor Ewan McGregor revealed that he had known about the upcoming project, which was originally going to be a film before it was changed to a series for a long time and commented. It's a massive release because for four years I I've been having to lie to people about it. Liam Neeson has expressed interest in reprising his role as Qui-Gon Jinn. However, he later stated he would only do it for a movie and not a live action TV series. Set approximately 10 years after Star Wars Episode 3 was Ended of the Sith and approximately 10 years before Star Wars 1977, Hayden Christensen rewatched all Star Wars movie and binge-watched both Star Wars The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels to prepare for his ter- return as Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. In June 2020, Ewan McGregor said that he would like the series to be called Hello There. Uh, <laughs> the female Sith Inquisitor wears the same outfit as the second sister Trilla Suduri. 
in the Star Wars video game Jedi Fallen Order. So female Sith Inquisitor, that's Reva. She's third sister. Um, despite having retired from composing anything Star Wars related after the sequel trilogy ended, John Williams contacted Kathleen Kennedy and requested to write something for the show simply because Obi-Wan Kenobi has never had a character theme of his own before and Williams wanted to write one for him. The series was announced at the 2019 D23 Expo by Kathleen Kennedy and Ewan McGregor returning as Obi-Wan. It was originally set to premiere on 25 May 2022, the 45th anniversary release of Star Wars 1977. It was later changed to 27 May to coincide with Star Wars Celebration. Uh, I'll do just I'll just do one more. Uh, originally meant to be the first Star Wars spinoff film to be Jedi-centric outside of the Skywalker saga, but the planned anthology film was reportedly shelved following the box office disappointment of Solo, A Star Wars Story. Which brings me to my first Star Wars soapbox. Uh, you should have a uh, like a sound effect every time I start soapboxing here. Um, should I like make some sort of a sound effect of you like dragging something? <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. What, I, I trust your people. creativity. <laughs> um, so first Star Wars soapbox is um, a lot of people bag on Solo a Star Wars Story. First of all, I like it a lot. And second of all, every time something fails in Star Wars, it leads to something great. And I feel like if we did not have, even though the Mandalorian was announced before Solo came out, it would not have had the same, the same resources, the same creative control uh, as you, as uh, with, with Filoni, it wouldn't have been as great as it was uh, if not for Solo, a Star Wars story failing. And this show is better because it's a show than if it was a movie, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the, and the, and I mean, book of Boba Fett, maybe missed the mark a little bit. I liked it, but maybe it missed a mark. But every time, every time something, every time something fails in the star Wars world, you end up with something really cool coming out of it because that, because you know, it, it, it pulls back. They try something, you know, whoever's in charge, whether it's Kathleen Kennedy or George Lucas or whatever, you know? Uh, so I'm just, and I'm excited about this stuff. And yeah, <laughs> Jordan raised his hand. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. I didn't think it would work. <laughs> no, I, I just wanted to ask like at the end of the thing or say that like that thing, that one trivia where you said like Christian uh, Hadison rewatched all the Star Wars, uh, all the prequels, the, uh, you know, the original three. Did, did it also say the, the sequels? He watched all the Star Wars movies and binge watched both Star Wars, the Clone Wars Wars and Star Wars Rebels. Rebels. That's that is amazing. That's a lot. Because let me just tell you, I tried to I watched all of the Clone Wars and it took me quite a while Mm because and can I say like um, there's this really uh, if I wish I could remember the website, but if you like do like a Google search for like uh you know the clone wars cartoon timeline there's a mm-hmm. there's a web page that actually kind of puts everything in like an actual timeline that puts the episodes in a, a very more coherent <laughs> sense than what mm. than what 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 it kind of originally aired in but mm. well cuz the first the first two seasons i i think we've talked about this before the first two seasons they were it was mostly just like these are stories from you know the time of the clone wars so uh-huh. for like the first two seasons, they jump out around 
and then it's like okay this three-parter was like here but this three-parter happened after this three-part blah 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 and so it jumps all over the place Mm -hmm. in the first two seasons and then like by the third definitely by the 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 last two seasons at least they 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 went more like chronologically so more sense but it actually kind of helps a little bit because it gives a continuity that you might not see if you tried to watch it from like, you know, uh, episode numbered order. Right. Yeah. Well, personally, I like what I, I watched it. I think people should watch it the first time in order, but um, or like in, in new, new number order, uh, just the specifics, just to get give a little more details. Um, the out of order stuff happens in the first two seasons and the first half of the third season. Um, ah. Halfway through the third season, there's a time jump. Right. Um, where right. the, where all the character models change. Um, so the first, the first part of the first of the third season was kind of tying up some of those loose ends. Um, and then, you know, and then going forward, I mean, personally, and I mean, the I mean, Clone Wars is great. I mean, it, it's a thing that you should watch all of, you know, once, but then if you want to do continuity stuff, like you're not going to remember all these all these, all these bajillion different characters that, you know, you can, you can watch all the clone episodes or you can watch all of the, you know, all of the, the Mandalorian episodes and, and, you know, and look it up, you know, and, and, and kind of follow those, those different story arcs. I think that's, I think that's the way to do it, but, um, but it's a lot. Yeah. But also, yeah. you know, and- Hayden Christensen, it was, it was locked down. He hasn't worked in 20 years. Um, okay. you know, <laughs> <laughs> did you see did you see that meme on facebook where where they talked about what if uh uh padme and and uh and anakin had basically tried to like raise their kids normally and they're like compared to what they look like then to what they look like now like it's natalie portman and Hay- and hayden christensen mm-hmm. and like you know like and people were talking about like how hot uh hayden christensen is, is now and stuff like that can you imagine him like going to pick up his kids at the school and just and he'd be the kind of like dopey like no kid wants to know their kid you know that people let think their parents are hot right and they were just talking they were just like joking about like how they would be like oh my god dad you can't keep just he's like okay okay we'll, we'll have mom pick us up and they're, they're like your mom looks like natalie portman your mom's and, and they're like oh god this is not this is not what we want oh i know what we'll get uncle ben i'm sure yeah no one will find uncle ben hot <laughs> <laughs> but um also, I wanted to say that I, I liked uh, Solo, uh, a Star Wars story too, and I have to give it mad props for for basically mentioning t- uh, the the ancient art of Terrace Kasi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like any any, oh, yeah. any anything that would make that kind of a cut has mm-hmm. to at least have some you know credit given to. It. That's yep true. yep. I I I ate it all up, and and I mean um so let but we should probably talk about yeah. this uh, this show that we're talking about. Well, I, I I'll I'm gonna <laughs> okay, I'm gonna yeah, throw yeah. in my yeah get my your get your cents oh, yeah. on on yeah. Solo. Uh, everybody bags on it, but you also need to remember the fact that Solo was essentially like an eighty percent completed film, and then they toss out the first directors and brought in Ron Howard. I always forget that actually. Yeah. <laughs> so. so that that in itself is no wonder why it was screwed. Um. Secondly, I'm going to to drag my own little soapbox in just as a little <laughs> disclaimer for the listeners of this episode, um, because in my past few years, I am the crotchety old Ben. I, well, 
Okay, Ben's not really crotchety, I guess. I'm really crotchety and old, and I'm gonna so just gonna put this out there. Uh, this podcast, if you're listening, you probably already know what I'm going to say. But this podcast doesn't stand for racism or any sorts of phobias against race, religion, creed, whatever. So if you've got a problem with whatever the fuck people decided to make out of this series with the casting choices, uh, by all means, go listen to one of the other podcasts out there that aligns better with your really stupid fucking views because we don't really want you as a listener. So I'll just put that out there. Yeah. Uh, And if you've got a problem with that, well, you can just... Sorry, I'm pointing to uh, a bad place right now, and you can kiss it. Well, yeah. I, I, I shouldn't be surprised that the internet did that. Mm. But it still feels weird to me. Like like I was telling Kendall, when it feels like it. It's like there's this one corner group of people who aren't exactly actually fans of anything, but will take anyone who just makes like a random comment to jump on it to basically throw hate at minor- minorities. Mm. You know? Whether they're fans of said thing that they're of, of the people involved in said thing or not, mm-hmm. which, and I'm not saying that you know that that the people are doing that are not Star Wars fans. Well, not the fans that we want to see, not mm-hmm. the ones that we want to associate with, but they could be fans. It's just they're terrible ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just I don't know the this. I feel like of of all the different fandoms that exist, I mean. I mean, yeah, you had Comics Gate and Gamergate and stuff, but like, I feel like the uh, I don't know. At least, at least it's been easier to avoid the worst parts of those fandoms. And I mean, maybe it's just because I am like closer to the front lines of Star Wars fandom with uh, mm-hmm. the stuff that I do on the internet. But it's just like, mm-hmm. first of all, first of all, yeah, there are there are like there are there's it's like there's this mix of like the full blown racists, and then there's the people who kind of uh who think that you know who think that the woke that woke culture has gone too far they're basically the only people in the world that still use the term woke Mm -hmm. um you know there's there's like there's there's those there's those people who maybe they're not like full-blown racist sexist whatever but they've got they've got some bad ideas and then there's some people who kind of who are like a, a little bit closer where it's like where they're like where it's like they are actually, you know, they actually do have a problem that that the 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 fem- that one of the female leads in this in this uh, in this show is is African American, but they're not going to say it out loud, you know, or or they or they don't, you know, recognize their, you know, kind of their their subconscious racism, and 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 then and then you've got the people who don't actually have any like problems with uh, other with other races or whatever, but they just hate that they're not 12 anymore. And it just makes, it just makes actually just having real discussion of, of the star Wars property difficult. Mm-hmm. Well, as I was going to say, you know, those woke people with like things like the owl house where they're just shoving their homosexuality down our throats. <laughs> right. I mean, that's what homosexuals are. They have sex on TV. So that's why we can't let kids watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, have you have you seen those conservatives talking about like how they're doing this? I mean, as many people pointed out, uh, Bugs Bunny cross-dressed and kissed men. So I don't know what what cartoons they watched when they were kids. Yeah. But yeah. But if but if if two and uh, 
let's see, no one spoiled this because I haven't seen like all of the second season of uh, Owl House. But as far as I can tell, them just looking at each other and blushing is not sex. So what the hell? I would not be able to spoil it because I have not. I don't know. Yeah, what I, sh- I, I don't know anything about that show. <laughs> I just mean that no one has to tell me that yeah. uh, like after. Yeah. It's like, well, no, no, they did it kiss or something like that which the I, second I season turns into into hardcore pornography <laughs> oh that would be a terrible shift it's like <laughs> it, like when uh when um when chris when john chris felusi got the rights to ren and stimpy in the mid 2000s and turned it into the adult party cartoon oh geez uh. <laughs> that's that's horrible don't ever watch that um duly noted <laughs> i i know i know you guys are big ren and stimpy fans <laughs> um i like to rock those modern life well i like i mean i i i actually i actually like ren and stimpy and, and from my yeah. understanding is that uh john chris Velusi got a lot more credit for it than he deserved uh and That's you know funny. he got he got fired from it after not very many episodes because he couldn't do the job but <laughs> that's anyway actually a little uh nice to know because i i like you know uh some ren and stimpy too but anyways mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I mean, that's my I I didn't read the book, but I heard people who read the book talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that happens a lot. Um. Anyway, uh, but yes, we've, so, we've gone so, on our tangent. Yeah. So just to just to establish that we all don't have a problem with diversity, you know, mm-hmm. because because, you know, we do have we do we do post this on a very uh, socially conservative network. Oh, yes. Um. <laughs> incredibly you know you know uh, those oh, people wait, on, those i didn't people on put totally, it, i need to put in the sound effect for how hard i just i rolled those people on totally on, on totally reprise always with their with their neoconservative rhetoric mm. and, and those, and those libertarians on uh on on uh teenagers with attitude mm. and and uh, they are tightly dressed i will say that <laughs> um i don't even know um <laughs> you know they're always on uh I don't even on, 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 let's steal a podcast. They're always talking about QAnon. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't even know what shows are still on the network anymore. I apologize. Um, <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen Jaffa takes. No, I haven't. I, that's I, a Stargate one. Yeah. That's oh, okay. uh, cause of, uh, this is probably gonna get cut, but anyways, uh, because watching, uh, uh, power Rangers lost galaxy kind of start reminded Simone a lot about the, uh, space and sci-fi things. Oh, okay. Uh, he started watching. Yeah, he started watching uh, uh, Stargate SG One again, and so now they're kind of like doing a podcast about it. Mm. They're getting guests to talk about it there. I, it's still very early. They've only they did like three episodes on the movie, mm-hmm. and and then like I think two episodes on the pilot movie for SG One. So they're like only like three or so episodes into it. So. If you're hearing this now, uh, there's probably still pretty there, so you can still, you know, get into it. Uh, I watched a couple of episodes to to kind of like, you know, eventually start listening to it, and I don't know, like I kind of skipped SG One, but because, and this is stupid, is that I had a I was a stupid, uh, weird fan character person, and I had read these books that were like taken directly from like the novel edition, and like a person wrote these two. Things I'm like, but and like the, they did the TV and like the TV shows like but these aren't book these have nothing to do with the books and it's like well no I'm not gonna follow this thing I'm gonna follow this one mm-hmm. and I only got two books in. Nah. 
mostly because it's hard to find. Mm-hmm. That's the other faction of the of the Star Wars fans that I can't stand. They're the ones that are like, you know, oh well, Disney is different from the books, and so I and and these books that I read twenty <laughs> years ago are better than are so great. Even though the look, I still read those books. I've read sixty of them. I did a count. Uh, and I finished two of them this year of the, of the, you know, of the, of the, the books from the nineties. I like them. They're not as good as the stuff that Disney is putting out. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> courtship of princess Leia is a very fun book, but it is not on par with, 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 you know, it's not on par with rogue one. I'm sorry. I know that's a, that's a hot take that I think rogue one was a better movie than courtship of princess Leia was a book. Um, <laughs> so many hot takes this episode, but, the dark saber in canon better than the dark saber in the expanded universe. Oh my god, I read that book. I just finished it. It's a fun. It's a, it's a silly book. Oh, it's a very oh. silly book. Oh. Uh, but yes, we we are. How, how long are we into this call now? For, Forty-five not, minutes. Oh, yep. Forty-five oh, minutes. Oh, so so That's... we're totally on par with what we normally do. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. gonna say. <laughs> uh, but yes. I think of it this way: we're kind of gotten all our tangents out of the way mm-hmm. and we just that's just... true that is very true but yes we we should get started and we should start talking about episode one first off if we're gonna start anywhere of obi-wan kenobi uh, okay actually before we start episode <laughs> one let's 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 i i have i have a a statement that i've written out about oh. my thoughts on the series so far Ooh. um oh, just okay. it's just a couple sentences i want to make sure that i that i say it out loud Okay. You guys can respond to it, but it is specific to the show. So now that we've established that there are that there's there's the discourse is difficult with this show and and stuff because of because of horrible people and you never know if you can trust people's assessment and it muddles everything. We've we've sort of established that, but I've I've been involved in a lot of conversations about the show on the internet, mm-hmm. um, and so far I've heard people say that they don't like aspects of Obi Wan Kenobi. Because it reminds them of cartoons, B-movies, comic books, something for 12-year-olds, CW shows, and television. The show also reminds me of all those things. I, you know, I can totally see that, but that's why I like it. I, I, the, aspects of, the aspects of all, those, of all mm-hmm. those other forms of media, like that's what I am here for. And I, yeah. and if, and I feel like if that's a surprise, then uh, you haven't watched Star Wars before. I was going to say that's pretty much the same reasons I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I want to, I want to say that all those, those are the good things. Well, yeah. <laughs> and if anything over the past, I want to say two, three years, the, the more episodic stuff that we've gotten with relation to star Wars media mm-hmm. has probably been some of the best stuff that's ever come out of it. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. don't know why people would have such a hate on for it. And it's just, it's just, it's, I mean, I guess my, my, my point there is it's like nothing that the Disney plus puts out is going to be breaking bad. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to be the wire. Nothing is going to be Sopranos. You, you know, like this is, this is actually some of this stuff. Maybe it's because it gets that it gets close to that. Uh, that's where it draws in a certain audience that maybe, wouldn't have wouldn't have enjoyed it otherwise mm-hmm. but you know just because just because uh uh princess just because a little kid can run away from bad guys in a scene for a minute doesn't doesn't mean that it's bad writing like that's by design 
Anyway, so okay, so first episode. Chase down a kid. I yes, it's not easy unless you get a head start on them. It's not as simple as you think. As a rule, I do not chase children. As a grown man with no children of my own, nor uh, with any friends or family members that have children of their own, I make it a rule to not uh, chase children. Uh, well, th- thankfully, my nieces don't run around as much anymore, so I, so I'm not forced to do that. In, in fact, my one niece more likely just kind of stands in the middle of the hallway and will not let me pass. See, I've got a son who I've raised from a child up to a now parent, and am helping raise his two soon to be three children. I've done a lot of running around. <laughs> In fact, I bought a bigger house to have more space so that they can run around. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. So the show. Yes. Um, so we start out with, uh, with, uh, we Obi-Wan with on a flashback. Or, yeah. Yeah. We start off with a flashback to everything, right? <laughs> well, I mean to order 66. Oh yeah. It's, oh yeah. That's right. I forgot about that scene. Yes. I mean, there's, the there's first a episode. Oddly enough, yeah, the the episode has a recap of the movies and stuff like that that you can skip recap of, which is yes. I find odd that even on the first episode there's already a recap you can skip. But it was a really good it was a really good summation it, of, I, yeah, good I, of the entire uh, yeah, I, uh, prequel trilogy. I will say I would like to just point out that uh, for some odd reason I am not one who uses like the skip intro or uh-huh. skip skip opening song thing. I don't know why, even if it's just a theme song I have heard like five, six, 80 times. I still will let it play. I don't know. Maybe it's just like, oh, I'll just use this time that I've already seen this entire mm-hmm. thing to to prepare to prepare my, you know, my area for sitting while I watch or something. Yeah. I, don't I, know. I will skip the I will skip the Star Wars intro or I will skip the recap if it's if it's clearly a. If it's if it's clearly a like this is a recap that's here for if you're watching it week to week and I'm watching the episodes back to back, I will. And and the Star Wars intro, I mean, unfortunately, the intro to these Star Wars shows is kind of all the same with all the different helmets. It yeah. doesn't really it doesn't really resonate it's, with me. Well, I was going to say it's this has been the first time that I've kind of like seen something ve- like being reminded of that. Like, it's been a while. I don't mm. remember when I when any any of the media that I first saw with it. So like seeing it for the first time, I, I looked at it, I'm like, Oh, that's like, you know, a nice effect. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think they've been doing it with the Mandalorian and they definitely were doing it with book of Boba Fett. Okay. It's, and yeah. as I said, like I haven't been watching a lot of media for a while. I have not yet gone to uh, Mandalorian though. I really want to. It's and, good. Uh, have guess. Yes, I know. I know. I just, it, I still have episodes of rebels to finish. Oh my uh, god, finish Rebels. You need to finish Rebels before Ahsoka comes out. Yeah. I mean, you should finish Rebels, but you don't need to finish do, Rebels. Do you want to know do you want to know what random thing I have seen of Re- Star Wars that has come out like, you know, on on online? Did you What's see that? Visions? That's like a, ah, close. I saw a one specific thing of Visions. Take a guess what it was. Uh was it the Ronin? The one with the lop. With what? The flop, the bunny girl. Oh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Visions is really good too. All this it stuff. Is. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I meant to watch more too, but I'm like, well, I, you know, uh, this kind of just shows like, uh, 
the kind of uh, art that uh, I have on on like on our Twitter, but that she was like the flavor of the week. So there was a lot of fan art of her. I'm like, well, I kind of want to see what what there was. So so I at least watched that. Uh, but yeah. then I didn't get a chance to uh, just kind of like, well, I'll get to the rest later. Yeah, I um the and night that it came not. out, I set up because I have a I have a I don't remember if I talked to you guys about this uh, either because I talk to you guys like twice a year now. But I have my I have a projector and I have a projector in my basement now. Um, yes, I and, do remember uh, that. Yes, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, watched watched visions on the projector and it was amazing. Oh yeah, because I yeah because that's right because I remember watching the last Transformers show on the projector. Yeah, and it was amazing. Freaking. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't remember the Order sixty six scene very well in this, but I, I do remember it started. I was like. Every single Dark Times story has to start with the Order 66 sequence. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, because we, we get a, there's like a group of younglings that are sort of being ushered out by a Jedi being defended. And then we see the Jedi shot. We see some of the younglings start going down and then it there's, cuts out. There's some uh, speculation that one of those younglings was Reva. Yes. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, it has I'm, to be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is. Uh, a lot of the Inquisitors have are like, were part of the Jedi order who just were um, like satisfied and joined, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or they, so, yeah. Or they, you know, they, uh, yeah. What, for whatever reason they, they brought, they brought them on the inquisitors have, I love the, I love the inquisitors. They're, they're such a perfect, like we've never seen like the inquisitor story, but we get like these like little bits and pieces, whether it's in the comics or the video game or in rebels, like just like yeah. and, and, and in this, like, like just like little, little bits and pieces of, of their, of, of who they are and what they are. And it works so well because in the old expanded universe, that that's kind of how these stories were like, yeah. you know, there would be a, a random, you know, a random one-off Vader's apprentice or, or, or dark a, Jedi assassin or... or dark. Yeah. Yeah. They would reference in the expanded universe. A lot of times they reference dark Jedi from the end of the clone mm-hmm. wars. Uh, you know, not as, as a different, and, and you can kind of differentiate it's a retcon or whatever, but you know, differentiating dark Jedi versus Sith. And mm-hmm. then, you know, in, and then in, you know, eventually in rise of Skywalker, you have, you of course have like all these, you know, like the people who are like Sith cultists, but they're not the Sith Lords. I don't know. It's just, I, I, I like it. I like the inquisitors a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we actually see them fairly quickly because I mean we're on Tatooine pretty quick in the first episode. Mm-hmm. We're introduced to them. They're basically grilling people looking for Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, Reva has got a big chip on her shoulder that we can tell from the very beginning, and she's after Obi Wan. I've got a theory. Reckless and headstrong. She yes. threw a knife at a person just to get mm-hmm. to get there. Even though I'm pretty sure the the Grand Inquisitor was riling him up enough to get him to do something, anyways. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe this Grand Inquisitor is kind of incompetent. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the same Grand Inquisitor through quite a few things, or at least that's what they kind of s- suggest in uh, the wiki. It's a little vague. I have a feeling that the second half we're gonna figure out what happened. Yeah. Yeah. We're, well, we're not. We're not worried about what. Yeah, no, we're not worried so about like, spoilers. We're yeah. talking yeah. about the three episodes. So, so far, uh, he gets. We see the, this Grand Inquisitor get a lightsaber through his stomach, and yeah. if it is the in one the first in Rebel, episode. No, wait, second episode. No, no, I, yeah, I think. 
And in Star Wars Rebels, which is supposed to take actually take place after this, because that is when the Rebel Alliance starts right. coming together. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very similar, and like I said, the wiki tends to proclaim that's the same one. And in, in fact, I think the the note is that he had recovered from the wounds. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they, I don't know, I, I, I don't know. I don't think the wiki is It's my understanding is the wiki isn't isn't official. Yeah, Wikipedia is not um, official. Yeah, w- yeah, Wikipedia is not official. Um, I think we're, we're we were supposed to think initially that he was the same guy because you know because oh, yeah, of it's the same stuff. alien species and uh, he, he's not the same alien species though because this guy was a, this guy was a human that guy's a, 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 a Malastarian. Yeah, no, the guy from Rebels isn't a human. Right. Yeah. The guy. No. The guy from no, Rebels no, no, no. He's from Malastar. He, yeah. He's saying this Grand Inquisitor here in Kenobi is a human. Oh, I don't think he's got the lines on his face, like the yeah, he's got face paint on. He's a human with face paint, but no, no, I meant the 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 ridging in his in his thing. I thought I could Mm. see. Okay, well, I mean, regardless, maybe he's a maybe he's a another Another, species, but um, but he's but the point is, like his his facial structure is all wrong. Um, his yeah. like his teeth. You've seen because yeah, the Grand Inquisitor one to one. Um, the Grand Inquisitor shows up in uh the in the new Jedi in the Jedi Survivor video game trailer, and he is distinctly like his whole you know his 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 head's a different shape. Like <laughs> like yeah, uh, and I'm not. Sh- but to to a point that it might just be because of the Clone Wars type of thing might also be kind of like distorting that you know like especially. You know how the Clone Wars stylized way of drawing characters, so like that might right, be. But I'm talking. But I'm talking about in the. But 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 he's canonically in. I, I believe in 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 the in in Rebels. He's canonically a uh, Malastarian. He's he's that he's that species. Let me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get get the image to load because he's the guy from. It's the guy from uh, from Star Wars Episode Three. Oh yeah. Um or Uda uh, Uda Pal. He's Powell. Yeah, he's not Malastar. I yeah. got yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's Powell. Powell. Okay. Powell. Okay. Um well, it's hard yeah, to say. From, I mean he's from the Uda Powell system. And if you see him in the specifically if you see him in the video game, like he is I, really, really so it would be if he's the same guy, it would be a that would be uh the haters got a point. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I don't think he's I don't think he's the same because also we've for two episodes, yeah. they've talked about him like he's dead. Yeah, and I, f- I mean, obviously, you could bring him back. There's a million ways to bring him back, but um, is is there? As as I said, like I just did a quick look on his Wikipedia article and stuff like that. They mentioned in uh, the 2020 Star Wars comic that his spirit was being used by Darth Vader. Yes, and and that's the same. That's the same one from Rebels, right? At yep. least that 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 is that is confirmed, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So even if this is not the same one, the one in Rebels definitely died. Was like a, a power that died and 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 was like taken, and his uh, spirit was taken to be used by Vader. So mm-hmm. yeah. So but uh, there, yeah. I mean, regardless, it's 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 unclear. We'll find out. Yeah. It probably we, is in an episode that has aired since we recorded this. That's certainly possible. <laughs> Good point. But uh, yeah, we 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 get things pretty much all set up in episode one. We've got uh, Ben, who is essentially uh, like 
he's like a butcher for like a big desert whale. Uh, like I don't think it's a crate dragon. I I assume it's I some thought, other I, species. I thought it was a crate dragon at first, but no, I think it's called a need bay. Okay, but yeah, like every day he's just going cutting meat, and, he's, and then he and he steals a slice. Yeah, because he has to because he has to feed his his pet horse. Yes, his pet horse. It's uh, which is very cute. It's an EOP. Is uh, that that uh, I know that I know. Okay, thank you. Um, but uh, uh, yeah. And and I mean we get like we we get to to see what we've seen in the trailers. He's he's looking after Luke. Turns out he he the the little uh model that Luke that we see Luke playing with in episode four was given to him by Obi Wan, but Owen didn't want it want him to have it. That's yes, one of these. The that's a kind of a dumb moment, yeah. but that's okay. So I did post a picture of an of a of a Palin in the in the chat just yeah. so you guys. Yes. Just, I, I okay. think that we I think that we understood each other by the end, but mm-hmm. I was doing a bad job of explaining it and said <laughs> the wrong species like eight times. Okay. But <laughs> but you see I how mean, he's clearly like this guy's clearly not a human. Yeah. And it's like his yeah. head's a different shape and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh I mean that was a pretty cool callback. We do get the um I like the we get those exchanges between with, with Jawa. Yeah. Um we, <laughs> we get that little <laughs> back and forth between Obi Wan and, and Owen. Yeah. Um, that we saw in the trailer, uh, and said, and the thing that I did not know coming into this series was that we were going to get any of Leia or mm. Alderaan, and oh. that was that was cool for me, and because in this first episode, I'm like, I think this is the most screen time that Alderaan has ever had in the entirety of Star mm. Wars, and it's I mean, cool. I was gonna say it had a nice moment well okay uh let me take that back not they had a moment in the f- first movie uh, <laughs> yes, yes it did it did play a role in the first movie you're correct and it was on screen for i'd say a minute or so and then <laughs> another minute as an asteroid field um it was so, over there over there up there <laughs> they definitely I mean, spend more time uh geographically close yeah. to Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, then actually being on the astronomically planet close, see. I guess not yeah. that geographically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, we we've got we've got Leia as this sort of precocious little kid, um, getting into trouble. And, yeah. And by the end of the episode, she's been kidnapped. Well, not okay. Not the end of the episode because there's other stuff that happens. Or no. Yeah, the end of the first episode, she's kidnapped. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we have and, and we have Jimmy Smith's back as Bail Organa, which was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the little and, heart to, heart talk he has with Leia was nice. Yes. Um, but we've got like you know Obi Wan who is just you know he's doing his thing. It's day to day life. He's just strictly looking out for Luke. And Owen basically just Does doesn't want, want anything with with mm-hmm. him at all. Which to I to the get. point that that he won't even turn him into the Inquisitors. Yeah. So I mean, moving from that to episode two, and now we've got Leia who's been kidnapped. Can, uh, can I just can I just hop in hop in yeah. and just say uh, I am not a fan of kid actors, and I am not, and I'm really not a fan of like kid MacGuffins. Mm-hmm. Uh, or point like the sort of point of view characters. It's one of the, it's one of the things that I think is 
difficult to difficult to 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 justify in certain in certain Star Wars things. Uh, uh, um, what would you say? Oh, I, nothing. I, I just I just had a just had did something. You say in my Shia LaBeouf. Mm. I, I don't remember <laughs> Shia LaBeouf being in any Star Wars movies, but I'm just referring back to the stuff that we've talked about in the past with Transformers and you know. Oh, okay. Characters okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. The the point of view characters, human. Yeah, that is that is kind of playing that same role. I didn't think mm. about that. I I thought you meant like I was like I don't remember what happens in Indiana Jones four. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> I I just all I remember is that awesome scene where he survives a nu- a nuclear bomb by going into a refrigerator. Mm. Like that's a great scene. It's the only scene anyone remembers, and it's ridiculous. True, but like if the whole movie was good, then you would love that scene. It's just that the rest of that movie is, is I don't remember it. Yeah. Um, but so usually I don't like that kind of stuff, but, but this Leia, she is perfect. She's like, a good like, yeah. like her, the, the character is dead on her performance is, is believable. She's, she's smart and she should be cause she's freaking her, her mom was queen Amidala and her dad is, is a, uh, Anakin Skywalker. So- like, I was wondering if if she's this precocious because she's an actually smart kid or she's force sensitive. Mm-hmm. Could be both. Because I mean, there's nothing saying that it has to be mutually exclusive. You, yeah, because I mean, I love when she calls people out because she's just basically doing like a force read of them, and yeah. and, and it is always something where the person is like, "You really shouldn't be knowing that." <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I think. I yeah. I think it's a. I think it's a. I mean, the thing is, I, I, I subscribe to the theory in Star Wars that it's always the force, like, like that, that is the, you know, a woman's intuition is the force, you know, the, the Dathomir witch's magic is the force. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I even, I love, I, I love the old, uh, Skippy, the Jedi droid, uh, <laughs> comic with that, that suggests that, uh, that, um, that R5D4 was a Jedi. <laughs> I'm. You know, I love it all. The only one that I don't like is I don't like the Jar Jar Force. Well, I, I, I wouldn't, I don't it's mind. A, I think it's funny as a theory, I, and it's neat how it lines up. But yeah, so I, I so I, I think that I think that I, I take that back. I think that the idea that Jar Jar, like you know, accidentally like trips over and murders and kills a bunch of droids and stuff, like his sort of clumsiness working in his favor, I, I can see that as the Force. But I, I don't like the I don't like the Jar Jar as Sith Lord theory. That's yeah, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But speaking of Sith Lord, because I mean, over the progression of episode two, we've got a sort of escalation of, of events because we've got Bale coming to Obi-Wan because of Leia being kidnapped. And he brings up a very, very valid point that, hey, it's two kids. Luke is not right. You know, <laughs> Leia is just as important as Luke. Um, and I, I completely agree yeah, with that. Yeah, that's it's it's again like it's like oh we're putting all this all this is on the guy, yay! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I mean it's it's Obi Wan is Obi Wan is a little bit sexist. I think I don't that's necessarily I don't necessarily I, think I, it's the I mean I mean it is I mean there is inherent sexism in Star Wars and stuff, but yeah, I think that the character specifically the there um, is you know, he has his, he has his own biases, mm-hmm. uh, but also he's, I mean, at this point he's kind of 
he's kind of stuck in he's kind of stuck in his his ways and he's not you know he, he just he just watched a, a you know somebody that a jedi that would have been a kid you know in the in the temple who is who's been going through everything you know he told him he, he didn't ha- ask him for help he said no and then the guy got killed like yeah. he, he's he's in he's in a he's in a bad spot so yeah i now somebody on the internet also pointed out that like Obi-Wan totally knew all of Leia's potential and yet he still was like that boy is our last hope in Empire. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> which is a little, you know, yeah. it shows some of his sexism, but also, I mean, you know, Leia Leia calls Chewie a, ro- a walking carpet. <laughs> uh, you know, Padme uh Padme assumes that assumes that slavery doesn't exist and then even after she's exposed to it never really does anything to to stop it. <laughs> You know, I mean, I mean, you know, these are these these characters have their human they have flaws. You know, sometimes yes. they make poor decisions. But yeah, mm-hmm. it is it is. I think it is very it is very interesting that and <clears throat> and it's it's almost a it's almost a commentary on the original source material that uh, that Obi Wan doesn't realize doesn't think of Leia as being as important. Well, at the same time, they clearly didn't want to make this movie. Obi-Wan running around Tatooine because they decided that it would be better to have Boba Fett do that. Yes. Um, And, uh, and like going into that and I saw the previews that he was not going to be on Tatooine. And I was like, I was like, Oh no, I don't know. I better, better have a good reason because he can't leave Luke. And it's like, this is the one reason is that, is that he's Mm got to get, he's got to get Leia. He's the only one that knows how important she is. And she is freaking important. Um, Just, just perfect. Yep. By the way, do you know what the her, the actress that's playing Leia was also in? No. Was she in a Game of Thrones? I think somebody said. I if she was, I didn't find it on her IMDb. She was in We Can Be Heroes. That Robert Rodriguez uh, pseudo sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, know, where, okay. where the yeah, where yeah. their kids the kids the kids of superheroes have to use yeah. their odd collective strange powers to try and help save things, you know, save their parents in the world, blah, 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 that, that thing. Hmm. I, I think that I had heard that that, uh, that that had got, had been well, well regarded. Yeah. yeah um, like the, kinda, they're fun movies. As far as I can tell, they, they definitely, I was not in their demographic. Yeah. Same yeah. here. <laughs> but I mean, she, she does a great job as Leia. Um, I think she very, very handily, uh, it's not an imitation of Carrie Fisher, right. but it's definitely you, you see Carrie Fisher's role in the way that she, some of her mannerisms and the way that mm-hmm. she's acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, she's very yeah, written very carefully and, and her performance. Is, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I really, really liked. And throughout the, the second episode, we've got uh, this sort of, build up of okay obi-wan he he doesn't want to do it but he's he's he realizes he has to we we get a really cool scene of him going out into the middle of the desert digging up this box and lo and behold it's got two lightsabers in it it's like never thought i'd have to that's still in the first first episode by the way is it i could have sworn that was the start like in the early second second. yeah yeah the the, the second um, episode is 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 starts right on Dayu. Yeah, the the uh yeah, the the first episode ends with him getting on the transport. That's to, right. To, yes. to Tatooine. But but 
but that's just it's just a small just time yeah. delay. Yeah, so but still, I mean, regardless, so, so, the first two episodes were released yeah. at the same time. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's fine. We're not we're not They're going really scene by scene or anything, but just trying yeah. to hit stuff. Um, but anyway, so yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, mean, I first, like I like how they took the time to make that box look like yes. from the for uh from episode five. five wait, five, four, it, ah, dude, New Hope three from a New Hope. Yeah, you can ah, say yes. the titles. I think it's, ah, my brain. So so <laughs> speaking of Star Wars pet peeves. People don't do this anymore, but for a long time, people would 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 in, would make it intentionally vague as to what movie they were referring to because they were mad that the prequels exist. Mm-hmm. So they would intentionally say blah 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 the first one, and it's like that is the only way that you could describe the movie you're talking about that people won't know. If you just say Star Wars, they'll know you mean A New Hope. If you say A New Hope. They'll know you need a new hope. If you say episode four, they'll know you need episode four. If you say episode one, then they'll know you mean episode one. If they say the Phantom Menace, so there's all these different words. If you, as long as you don't just just don't say the first one, because yeah. if you say the first one, that huh, makes anyway. it ambiguous. Anyway, um, sorry, I rant over. No, no, okay. <laughs> That's what this whole episode is. Kendall getting out his is suppressed. <laughs> This is suppressed <laughs> anger towards the the Star Wars fan community. Hmm. But um, the the neat thing with and I I mentioned Dark Lord earlier is we've got Reva who is it, as it's turned out is the one that wanted Leia kidnapped because she saw she f- somehow found a link in the archives between Bale and Obi Wan and this is where we find out okay apparently she's big on trying to find Obi-Wan and she seems to be one of the only ones, but then we figure out that the whole point of why she is so adamant about it is because the end of this fucking episode, we get Vader. Like we knew Vader was going to be in the series, but I didn't think we were going to get him in the second fucking episode at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She, there's a tense moment where, uh, she's confronting Ben on Dayu Mm -hmm. and she, she has the realization that he thought that uh, Anakin Skywalker was dead. Yep. And she, and I think, I think people are complaining, like, like how many people actually know that uh, Anakin Skywalker is very dark? I'm like, they're the inquisitors and most of them are being trained by him specifically. Yeah, so I don't think that's going to be a problem for them. Exactly. Exactly. They're, they're they gonna, should totally they're know. know they're the inner circle. Yeah. They're the I, ones I, I that no, know the, that know I have the no rules. problem with th- any of the inquisitors being like, Oh yeah. Uh, Vader, you know, Anakin Skywalker, my, my, my right. good pal AS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To- no, totally, totally. And, um, and I also don't have a problem with, uh, with Obi-Wan not knowing, I think, um, I the Star Wars, I was going to say, part of me thinks that he just wanted him to be mm. dead, to believe that he's dead. And he does kind of, I think in later in like in the movies and stuff, he's like the part of him that was good has died. You know, mm-hmm. that like metaphorically, there's a lot of stuff that he's like, he pretty much did die to him, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he, he honestly, I think he honestly might've maybe knew, but he wouldn't admit it to himself. And he right. was more like, like he, he can't live it. He couldn't have lived through that is, is what he's mm-hmm. basically has mm-hmm. been hoping and saying to himself all this time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He left him. He left him for dead. He assumed he was, he assumed he was dead. He, I mean, Darth Vader, it's not clear how public a presence he has, um, whether he's, I mean, obviously by, by this one, I think he's, he's gotten a little bit 
he's had has to be known because the inquisitors definitely look up to him well in, in a way like they definitely inqui- see him as as a very as the person to impress mm-hmm. yeah i mean obviously yeah well yeah but the inquisitors again the, the inquisitors are are part of his his inner circle i've read there are some other yeah. stories from from like around this time that are canon that involve vader going in and uh you know picking off one of the last of the jedi and generally speaking there are no survivors there are no witnesses when he shows up yeah um and well, uh so you know we kind of find out why <laughs> yeah we'll get yeah but so so it may not he may not be like a like a public, you know, like a public figure, the way that he maybe is later, uh, later when, when the, when the, when the, the war is more, when, when, when they're in the full, when there's a full scale war between the rebellion and the empire. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, and, and also like just in general, I feel like the galaxy is not as interconnected. Uh, the star Wars galaxy yeah. is not as interconnected as the earth is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, I you think they've, they, this is in the outer rim. That right. It's not. It's not as easily. Uh, the outer rim is the outer rim for a reason. You know that it's it's. There's a reason why it's kind of like you know the vilest uh, scum and villainy. You know right, kind of right. thing. You know, and he and he just you know he doesn't he doesn't have a cell phone. I mean, he has a cell phone, <laughs> but it's just a it's just a you know, it's a two way radio between him and Alderaan. You know, he's not. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I guess he's got that tablet I, thing that where he's like, where he goes love, over the guy. He's I like, "Hey, I'm stuff. trying to stalk this ship. Um, I'm trying to, you, you know, <laughs> and I lost the signal." And like, and the guy's oh, just no, straight you, up is like, "No, no, no, this, no. this planet, we we block all signals. People yeah. don't want to be found here. We just, I, I, it's just like it's like the systems, like the whole planet's like, yeah, I guess that's why people are going to get here. Might as well just embrace it. Yeah." Mm-hmm. I mean, it oh, works man. for us too. I love that. I love that cyberpunk aesthetic of the of that of that planet. Uh, it's just it just totally that worked pink, for me. That pink um, girl that gives them all that spice. Yeah, glitter, glitter stem. Glitter stem. Uh, oh, yeah. There she was has glitter stem, pollution, uh, and and pure castle, which yeah. you know are all. I know what those things are. Um, <laughs> there was a ho- homeless clone trooper that uh, made a yes. cameo. That right, was begging yeah. for credits that uh, Obi Wan trolls, but that was a nice little nod. Yeah, yeah uh, I like that. It was a good moment. I th- I think yeah, on the wiki he says he that it, he's he was from the five hundred first Legion, which is one of those fun little you know running mm. things that they which have. Which is, if I remember correctly, that's the Legion in Revenge of the Sith that attacks the Jedi Temple. Five hundred first is Anakin's is Anakin's uh, people. Yeah, Legion or whatever. And they got yeah, that Anakin's name. and then Vader's, yeah. And it got that name from a fan group, right? Yes. Like the yeah. the the five hundred first group that you know does uh, spot on replications of stormtrooper outfits mm. and stuff like that, and did cons and all that kind of stuff, and other you know fandom stuff happened before they canonically took the name five hundred first. Yes. In yep. in the series, and I think that's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. It it speaks to the way that. Star Wars is bigger than one man. You know, Star Wars is yes. all about it's all about uh even if it's even if it's a cynical corporate property, it's there are just so many so many voices, uh so many creatives have 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 put it in and and it's uh, and it's you know, it's kind of it's almost democratic folk art. Like like, you know, when when stuff works, when people like it, then it sticks around and when people don't like it, then we pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> um, Pretty much. Uh but uh 
yeah uh i i the the meme again i liked book of boba fett but i can understand the criticisms i really did like the yeah. meme that was going around that showed it's, it was like tomorrow Mur- tomorrow morrison after the bad reviews of book of boba fett <laughs> and it was the and it was the the this the screenshot of the homeless clone trooper mm. uh, yeah yeah it was it was great oh man and then also one of the best parts of of the entire series so far camille nanjiani as the oh, fake yes. jedi yes i love him oh and it's really funny because you know the where i know camille nanjiani from is from the show uh franklin and bash which i don't think anyone else knows uh-huh it was. I've a, heard that name, but I can't it remember was a, ever seeing it. It was a TNT or USA like this is characters kind of thing with uh, Brecken Meyer and. Uh, oh, okay. God, I yeah. always forget. I always forget his, his the co lead. I just remember that it was them. Uh, Nanjari was one of their uh, law aides, and uh, Malcolm McDowell was their was eventually their boss. Like by the end of the first pilot episode, he was their boss. Yeah, yeah I, he, I, uh, he was a he was a really cool part in episode two. Yes, because I because yes. I love I love any time um, you have this. You, it's this it's this idea that like, what if wizards were real, but they all disappeared 30 years ago? And even <laughs> when they were around, they were still like really rare. Like, you, you know, like it was like it was like, yeah, what if, you know. What if, uh, or, or, or a little bit of the, whatever, you know, what if, what if, uh, like the, the, the rock stars from the sixties and seventies all got murdered in 1990 and, and like, you, you know, and also the, and those rock stars literally could do magic. Like it's just this like weird thing. And then, so, so you have these, anytime you tell these stories in this era, you have these like, you know, like these like not quite Jedi. You have, you know, you have Kanan Jarrus, who was a who was a Padawan. You have yeah, you the Inquisitors. The trials. You know, yeah, you have the you have the Inquisitors who uh, maybe maybe started at maybe they were they were young and they got you know pulled to the dark side. You've got the the monks in uh, in in Rogue One who they're not Jedi but they still kind of follow that religion. Um, mm-hmm. And then you've got and then you've got a con artist. Who is, yeah. you, you know, he's and, and it's, and of course, of course he's a con artist. And I mean, if, if they do more with his character, maybe he even has a little bit of force sensitivity, but, but he's, he is, he's great. He's great. And he's he freaking, does, yeah, he plays it so great. It, it, it is love, wonderful. Like from the, from the get go, you kind of feel it's a, a hoax, but he plays it so well uh-huh. until basically when the money comes up, like, right. It's like. I, like he plays it so straight face up there and and like the entire dream like nah this is fake this is fake this is fake and he's like doing that and like and then when he when he didn't he was like yep this is fake like it's it's one of those things where it's like it's so wonderfully done like uh-huh, yeah uh-huh. that like break- i am entering your mind and then yeah. later in the episode <laughs> she enters his mind and it's a much more different oh man and his just his like the way his costume like looks like a cosplay and he like, got it's and just he's got and he's got like he's got the resources too. Like that kid helps uh-huh. him. Like right. he's in on it, obvious. And like he's got a couple of other people that are in on it too. Like these, he's is helping people. He's just hiding it behind a big con because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess it gets. I'm I'm thinking it gets him more people, more desperate people. Which 
Right. Sadly, is a way that more desperate people is a way to get more money. So right, right. It gives him it gives him an some uh, like a, a level of legitimacy that maybe uh, people wouldn't wouldn't trust. It. You know, he's got this in on, on this. On you. Yeah. On this uh car, on this on this cargo ship or whatever. Um, you know, people wouldn't necessarily trust him, but he's got. But doing the little parlor tricks, uh, to look like a Jedi. Uh, yeah. you, you know, it, he, he can, he can do that. Um, I, I really hope they do more with his character. Like whether yeah, it's, I, I, the other thing I want to say is that he's a great comedic actor. I love how he did this. I love how he tries to stop Reva. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh, you've you been looking for me. Free. Have you, <laughs> and she, and she's just like, who are you? No, no, right. no. And she, but, and she specifically does not kill him. Which yeah. means that he should come back because, yeah. oh man. And I mean, he doesn't need to be in any more Eternals movies. He should just be in Star Wars now. Mm. Oh, Agreed. Man. But yeah, it, and, and the thing is too, is once he, because in this episode is when we finally see Obi-Wan actually use the force again for the first time. And apparently as it turns out, it's the first time that he's used it in like 10 years. Mm. Yeah, and, he's been really repressing the, in in hiding. Yeah. Well, he's been hiding too, so he's not noticed. <laughs> yeah, she says, "I want to float. Make me float." Yeah, <laughs> I. He makes her float eventually. Another but, another thing about Leia. Sorry, I'll, I'll I'll let you finish in a second. I just want to get yeah. this thought out. Another thing about Leia, I love in the second episode how she kind of doesn't really believe him that he's there to rescue her. For like most of the episode, because yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like in in a, a lesser show, the hero shows up, you know, that this kid doesn't know, and that kid just immediately trusts him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but she knows that there's something off about him because either because she's got the intuition or because she's got the force or or a or combination. Both. Yeah, and uh, and you know she's she and he's not you know he's not going to tell her the whole truth. Um, if you know, so it goes from, it's like, it's like, you're I, the real kidnapper. I love that. You're the real kidnapper. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I, I like, and at one point she's, she's like, you're the reason I'm here, mm-hmm. you know, or the reason I got kidnapped. And I like how she, I, in more of a sense, she's like, meaning that he's a bad guy and she, and that, you know, cause they they put out the wanted things to try mm-hmm. and squeeze him on the once they know that he's there. Uh, but it's also kind of like, yeah, he, she kind of is the reason there. Even, right. Yeah. Even he doesn't real, like he hasn't realized until I think the, the inquisitor shows up yep. that this, this, uh, was all for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or because... wait, maybe it was, maybe it was, no, no, it was when he actually does, uh, rescue her from, and the, the, the goons basically. Oh yes. The goons him. That's, that's, him. that's when he finds out yeah. that it was because of him, yeah. like directly. Yeah. And it's, I mean, over the course of the, of the whole episode, you know, Leia is distrusting. She runs, we get a big chase scene with her at one point. Um, and that's where he finally uses the force force for the first time because she falls off the roof, which, you know, you can tell that he's struggling. You can tell that he hasn't done it in a long time. It's like using a muscle you haven't used in 10 years. Yeah. So I love how everyone just watches this happen and just stand there though. Yeah, but the like, cool thing is because call- like what we were talking about with 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 fake Jedi character, it only takes a few people seeing someone using the Force, and all of a sudden it's spreading like wildfire. 
And it's like, it's a catalyst for how they get off the planet and, and sort of invoking this sense of, Oh, okay. There's been so much oppression, but here's this sort of spark, which I thought was really cool. Oh, Um, I'm, I love like when the, uh, Namjari finds out that uh, I wish I could remember his character name. Uh, find, like he's the kid tells him, "Hey, he was actually he wanted for a lot of money. That was that was an actual Jedi that we had here." Yes. Like, oh <laughs> man, we missed a great opportunity. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and like at first, and I thought it was funny because like at first, well, let's just go get him. Like they're like, we're gonna go bounty hunt him as well, and you know, and he turns up later, and I guess I think I think it's like. It's after he 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 levitates her that that they run back into him. Is it? Isn't yeah. it? Yes. So yeah, yeah. So like you said, like it's a spark. It's like oh yeah, this is an actual Jedi. There's that you know like a real hope, and I think that might be part of why he's like when he shows right up right away instead of like you know trying to <laughs> sell them out. He's like no, I'm going to help them because there's you know this is an actual freaking Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, over the course of all of that, and we we get that pseudo confrontation where we've got Reva. I mean, she she stabs the Grand Inquisitor and she's chasing after Obi-Wan. And then we get, the, you know, we get that scene where she's like, oh, you didn't know he's still alive. And it's like, it's like, oh, shit. And then you just you see Obi-Wan and just he can now he can definitely sense it now that he's actually yes. looking and for it. It's just, um, I have a feeling that the next few episodes are going to be, and especially the next episode that, the, you know, we're going to mm-hmm. move on to, you know, Obi-Wan is having a difficult time. With does, yeah. Yeah. I, and I kind of like that, that he, yeah. he, he really, <laughs> he just wants to put it off. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just love that. It's like, nope, nope. I don't want to do this now. Not now. Not now. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. So I've been skimming through these, uh, these, uh, IMDb trivias. Oh, and this is actually interesting. The girl who gives Obi-Wan spice in episode two and says, I was somebody daughters once too, is Ewan McGregor's real life daughter. Uh, oh, is that that's... Ewan's daughter or is that his uncle's daughter? I'm still, I think it's a nice. Uh, it says like, that it's Ewan McGregor's real life daughter. Okay. All right. it, I, I don't it's... think it's. I, she would. She seems like she'd be young to be Wedge's daughter. Mm, true enough. Yeah, that's true. It's a, it's a look. IMDb trivia. You can't post it there unless it's true. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> they, they fact, they've got teams of fact checkers. Oh yes. Um, but I mean, the fact that we get. That that realization and then the final scene that we get in episode two is literally Hayden Christensen in a back to tank. And it's like, oh, shit, there's Vader. And, you know, it, it was oh, like those you you know why they released the first two episodes the way they did now, because once you saw that final scene on episode two, you're hooked mm-hmm. and going into the next episode, it's. I I don't want to say it starts off light. I mean, there's, you know, they, they managed to get to an, they escaped to another planet. They, it's a, uh, empire heavy one. So they kind of have to keep a low profile. They get to the coordinates that Nanjari gave them. And there's this neat little thing between, uh, Leia and, and Ben where like, he's, he's like, I knew we shouldn't have trust him. It's like, people aren't good. And, 
And uh, Leia's like, you, you know, it's like, well, maybe they just were somewhere else or they got, you know, like, like or they basically, got delayed or something like she it's play, it's trying to play her off as naive, but it's more of just like her trying to see the good in things, yeah. if you ask me. So, yeah. so I, 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 yeah, I can, I confirmed it from also from IMDb. Esther McGregor is the name of the actress. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, and her parents are Ewan McGregor and Eve Mavrakis. Uh, Okay. So yes. Cool. Uh, I think I th- I think we also get like is it before they land on the pl- planet or after that we get the little scene where if, uh, Rev- Reva talking to to Lord Vader and then kind of like walking in on that room with the other Inquisitors. Uh, I believe it's after. Okay. Because they yeah because she talks with the other Inquisitors they launch the probes. And they're already walking because if and, I remember correctly, it's after that scene that we get Obi Wan with that flash of him seeing that robed Anakin while they're walking. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, so just just real fast because um um one of the one of the things that I think we I think we all kind of like this show so far, mm-hmm. uh, but one of the big criticisms um you know and again this is like what we were talking about at the beginning where it's like hard to tell how much of it is based in in uh in in racism sexism whatever and and how much of it is legitimate criticism um but i think i think it goes without saying that the inquisitors are chewing the scenery oh yes uh when they're when they're performing they are oh yeah they are the the mustache twirling (laughs) over the top no subtlety to their performances i i think that's that's a that's a legitimate observation yeah and i and i freaking love it yeah. What do you guys think about the the? I I I love it. I love I love Reva. I mean, like, uh, like I wanted to point it out is like Vader knows exactly what she's gutting for, and he's like, he's like, yeah, you do this, you're great. You're so great I, I sort of alluded to this earlier. Yeah. I think I don't think Reva wants to be. Well, I think she's seeing Grand Inquisitor as a means as a, to an end. Well, because yeah, I, I guess I guess you're right. Because I mean, if there's multiple ways that it could end, and one of them is if the really evil route is like all all these the Sith the Sith Lord under the mm. or the Sith under the, the Lord is basically planning to overthrow him and become you know the new head yes guy. but so, I think that I think there's more than one reason for it not yeah. just oh. the whole Sith thing I think like we said as towards the start of this recording I think she was one of the Padawans in that very first scene of this series I think she wants to get to that title. So that eventually she's going to have a chance where it's just her and Vader in a room. And I think she's going to try and kill him. For yeah. What he see, did. see, that's that's what I'm wondering if there's going to be a heel turn where we find out that's the long con. Yeah. Uh, I like I said, it could still just be simple Sif mechanics where like, yes. you know, gunning yep. for the top spot so they can be the one in charge. Um, even I, I and there's a there's also other ones where she could just be low key just wanting to try to work within the system kind of like secretly actually you know being the inquisitor means that she can actually direct children who the the uh, inquisitors and and empire force sensitive kids they're taking and no mm-hmm. one sees again she could be getting there to try and you know save them so they don't go through what what she did as a kid it's possible you know I mean there's all kinds of reasons mm. and I, I also. Oh, sorry, I definitely go got I definitely got that when when he said I know I know what you really want and like there was like a pause and then he said to be the grand inquisitor oh. um I I 100% got that 
that's not what she wants, that she wants something else. I think the Obi-Wan thing is personal. I don't know. And I I do think it has something to do with, with her being, with her being a, 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 a kid. I almost wonder if, if she specifically uh, blames Obi Wan for that's, that's for being abandoned, like like if she if she uh, you know saw him, if, if literally he like he she, well she like, like she, she was, was running to r- calling him for help and he walked away or something mm-hmm. uh, when when uh, when she was young or something. What if it goes even further back? Because in this episode. They're literally talk so they they have a discussion. Oh yeah, they get picked up by by an Empire sympathizer as well. Which oh, uh, freaking love that scene! Good old huge love that. Nazi sympathizers, you know, yeah, sort of feel oh. to it. Um, up until he got to the checkpoint, he was so nice. Yeah, but and- one of the discussions that they have is they they start from talking about Leia's parents and they move on to him talking about his family. So with what you're with what you were saying, Kendall, maybe it's not that he didn't rescue her. What if he was the one who found out that like what if Kenobi was the master that that found her as a force sensitive mm. and brought her to the temple? Took her and away she from her blames, in the first place. Yeah. And she I, blames him for what she for everything that's happened because he took her away. That's interesting. I, I also love how like in that in that scene when the stormtroopers are there and they rightfully call him out when he accidentally calls Leia Leia when they're supposed to be using the names mm. in the <laughs> No, but I love that they that cuz I mean it, it's obvious that he would do this he 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 basically immediately says oh she reminds me of her real mother that was her her name and like he immediately you know he immediately goes into that kind of a story uh-huh. and I mean it's obvious that that's what he would do like that is like the best way to do it and uh, it's also a little bit cheesy and makes you wonder why the stormtroopers, uh, would, would take, you know, would take that at face value, but it's perfect. Cause yep. you know, like that's not their job. They're not really like here to, to grab him and shake him down They're They have to get to a port and be, and, and basically they're there to protect a port or like a certain point. They're not out actually dragging, looking around for the Jedi. They, they have to, they just, look, the they only reason to, they're here is because the red team has a base. Yeah. There and the only reason the red team is there is because they have a base. Yeah, it's not. It's not guarded by a very, team. very small laser gate. I like somebody pointed out that in this show there are various times where a very small barrier keeps keeps people yes. away, and mm-hmm. I, I I I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I mean, I'm totally okay just, with it. It's just one of those things where it's like your societal convention is kind of like forced force a general understanding of like you don't really mess with that kind of stuff like unless you're unless you're sure you're barreling down it i you don't you don't go around you know you like you don't go around like and even when they were coming up to it he even asked like hey can you just drop us off here and he's like nope nope this is a checkpoint we just gotta go through right like right. you know like even even you know freck was like like i'm sure if he wasn't like a, a sympathizer or or just wasn't who he was he might have been like well okay like you know like could see that they were in trouble didn't want to get caught with like he could have easily have done that but yeah. no that's not who he is yeah mm-hmm. um so okay so speaking of obi-wan with his so i just i have to get my nerd points here mm-hmm. oh um, I, I think i knew what no, okay ahead. okay so when i i i, I i'm gonna gain some nerd points 
and and probably lose some uh, progressive points here because I was a little oh. bit of toxic masculinity. Oh. Um, so I was watching this with my wife, and we get we come to the scene, and Obi Wan's talking. They're talking about Obi Wan's family, and I paused it so I could mansplain to my wife. <laughs> uh. Obi Wan mentions a brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys know who Obi Wan's brother was in the original supposed, Return of the Jedi novelization? It was Owen. To, yeah. Right. Right. Like in the in the Return of the Jedi novelization when uh in the expanded in the extended post Yoda death on Dagobah, Luke has a heart to heart with Obi-Wan and he's explaining everything. He says that he left Luke with with his Obi-Wan's brother Owen. Mm-hmm. Um and uh I just like I don't know if they will I don't I, know if they if they're going to retcon it so that so that Owen is. Lars actually is like Obi-Wan's his, brother his uh, and they don't know it like I I would yeah. be fine with that if that's what they did yeah or if, they, yeah, or if they're gonna leave it or if they're gonna leave it up in the air or what they're gonna do with it but it was it was a um, hundred times I felt like it was a hundred times more subtle uh obviously both of you knew about it so I'm yeah. not, so I wasn't the only one to notice it but but um, it is a it's it's it is a very it isn't a small small thing that like I think isn't a very general known thing like right right like yeah. not not everyone like, like i guess the, like like not even a cat like a casual person might know it but it's it's like a toss uh, up in the air if they were. right right well it's like i mean it's like the the you know the the freaking the 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 skyhopper toy or the or in or yeah. in solo when he's like here take this blaster that looks exactly like this and we're going to hold it up to the camera and hey remember this is the blaster that he uses yeah. like like there's they do a lot of that and and it usually works for me i mean i'm i'm on record i love the scene when he says you know who's your who are your people and he says i don't have anyone and he's like han solo and he you know names him Han Solo. I, I love that. I, I love the Han dot dot <laughs> yeah. dot solo. Like, like I, I, I usually eat that stuff up, but when it's, when it's subtle like that, mm-hmm. uh, and, and especially, I don't know, I, I didn't get the sense that even as many people noticed that as the Terrace Kazi in, um, <laughs> in solo, cause a lot of people noticed Terrace Kazi in solo. Uh, I, very I think few people noticed Colo Clawfish, <laughs> which is, um, <laughs> Which is one of the fish yeah. from uh, from episode one. You know, there's always a bigger fish. Yeah, I think it's the I think it's the fish that bites the thing. Yeah. But uh, but like like those you know those little those little I mean it's total fan service. It's super cynical. Yeah. It's it's pushing my most toxic nostalgia buttons. But and, I still love. But it. it's but there's also there's also a little bit of fun and wink wink mm-hmm. nudge nudge kind mm-hmm. of stuff with it too. So exactly. you know some some of it is 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 fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad you brought it up because I'm pretty sure it also was mentioned on a Star Wars card. Mm, yes, yes. Like it is because I, it I is. Think, I think in one of the was it in one of your interviews with some of them where they talked about how they that uh, you got to talk with one of the people who like was first making the series and uh-huh. they got to, to basically add little bits and pieces of lore and stuff like that. Did he mention the own one in that one? Because I know that was. So one of them, but yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah. I don't remember whether, I don't remember whether, whether Jerry Darcy specifically mentioned Owen Lars. Um, Owen Lars's lore is something that we in the community will reference a lot. 
Uh, yeah. So, so it might have been in another one of the interviews. Um, but okay. But the lore on the lore, which for those who are not Star Wars card players, it's like the flavor text that's on this uh, that's on Star Wars cards. I play an out of print Star Wars card game from the '90s called the Star Wars Customizable <laughs> Card Game. Listen to half of the podcasts that I do on my on my uh, on the Kendall Cast feed if you want to learn more. Uh, but his lore says guardian of Luke Skywalker, husband of Beru Lars, brother of Obi-Wan Kenobi, farmer of moisture, disapprover of Luke's desire to leave Tatooine. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's on a star Wars card, which, uh, you know, and that, but that's pulled directly from the, no- the return of the Jedi novelization. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That that's, that's what I was wondering is if it, if it was, that's where they got it from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's in the radio drama too, but, uh, it's, it's been a long time. I don't even know if I have actually listened to the entire radio drama all the way through, but I, th- I think it's in the radio drama. It's definitely in the, cause, and that's also the conversation that establishes that the fight happened on a planet where there was a bunch of lava, uh, mm-hmm. that the, you know, the final fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan, uh, the, the on um, Mustafar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't, he doesn't call it Mustafar, but, oh. but, uh, but he establishes it. He says, I think he says that like, we were on a lava planet, and Anakin fell into some lava or something like that. Ah. Um, cause the idea was, the idea was that he had fallen in, not that he had fallen next to it and caught on fire. Which yeah. I don't know. I mean, that, I think technically that land part could be called lava from a very technical, <laughs> from, like, a, you know, from a certain point of view. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's, that's what I mean. Like, like sometimes like flowing lava, certain areas cool down and harden. Like I, mm-hmm. Oh wait, no. The they they actually they walked down it pretty easily to to pick them up. So maybe not. Yeah. But it it never mind. <laughs> I mean, it's look look. I've I've said this. I've also said this before many times. Physics in Star Wars are not real physics. Like True. they go they they go into deep space with just a little breathing mask. Like you yeah. can't you can't you can't challenge the stuff catches on fire. Tie tie fighters make noise like you, you know you can't physics work work differently and the magic is real yeah mm-hmm. I mean you know the, the the force the force is you know it it's it a it's a us. just like just like uh you know just like in Narnia the Earth is flat and in <laughs> Lord of the Rings uh there's monsters if you dig too deep you know there's these are these are it's a fantasy world it works yeah. however it needs to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, we're we gotta, basically we got to touch on it because we're we're getting close to the end of this this final yeah. episode. We get quite possibly some of, I mean, aside from Rogue One, the most badass, ruthless version of Darth Vader that we oh, have ever seen yeah. in media. As I said, there's probably a reason why not many people know about him. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yep. where he goes, not many people are around after afterwards. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. One of the thing, one of the things when I watched this with, with Wendy, she turned, we paused it after he snapped the kid's neck and oh, she looked gosh. at me and she was like, this got dark. Yeah. Wow, he like, just kills like yeah. a random he just kid. Does that. Yeah. Like not even like he, he is just, he, I don't know if it's because of like, he is narrowly focused on Kenobi or he's just that angry, but he is, has no time for these people and he's yeah. going he's using them and they're suffering to mm-hmm. make sure that either Obi-Wan suffers or comes out and faces him. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, man, that's it yeah, is. that's like oh. he he is not he is not messing around. What's, what's worse is that like he the kid that 
that he snaps the neck was was just trying to help his father. Like he grabbed his father first and was choking him. Mm. And the kid tries to stop him and he just flings him aside and breaks yeah. his neck and then drops the dad. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh. It is. That's and we get it some very, very like, you know. Yeah. That is and how we... you radicalize people. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's the reason that the, the you know, if we we did forget to mention what's her name? Hala? Is that her name? Yes. Yeah. Uh, when the, when they when they got to the checkpoint and they like fight off all the people because uh, basically a droid a droid of a, a pro, one of the probe droids they sent came up so mm-hmm. the gig the gig was up. Yeah. Uh, I do like I do like how at uh, one point he shoots a stormtrooper off and he falls onto the gate. Yes. I don't I don't know why, but just how it clings. Uh, right. That's that's why they couldn't just uh, break through the gate. Yeah. Mm. Like it was it was a full on laser. Um. I also like how he doesn't kill Frack. Like during that whole firefight, he doesn't get killed. He just knocks him out. Yep, hits him with the butt end of the gun. Yeah, uh, but I do like how like when they, they like they get through all that, they turn off the gate and they start running, and then another <laughs> transport comes up and like yeah. more sword troopers, <laughs> and he's like, oh, before uh, before it turns out that the um, uh, is it a, like a lieutenant? I forget what the the the. I'm pretty sure it's like the, a lieutenant. The officers yeah. in those outfits are sometimes called. Yeah. Basically, basically turns out to be a resistance, uh, part of a resistance, pulls out a blaster and just shoots the three. Yeah. Things. So I, I do like them showing the um, their hiding where their hiding place is, by the way, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the Jedi that Obi-Wan mentions? Quin- that in- Quinlan Voss. Quinlan yes. Voss. Yeah. So Quinlan Voss survived Order 66. That's freaking awesome. Quinlan Voss, just for... For those who aren't aware, uh, was um, he he had like half a second in the Phantom Menace, uh, and um, like like on Tatooine, like as a random bystander on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, he his character was developed in the Dark Horse comics. Um, he was like a kind of a major, like he was he was one of those you know one of those like expanded universe characters that was like. That was like this is our you know this is our character that we can do stuff with and I just read he like almost went to the dark side a bunch of times and all kinds of crazy stuff um, and then he he did show up in Clone Wars um, and and stuff so he's also around he's he's also established canon yeah but if uh, I remember yeah. the stories is that wasn't it he and Ventress together yeah like there the was um, so. Uh, Dark Disciple was one of the first um, canon novels after Disney bought Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, it was based on a on an unproduced Clone Wars script, and it, it had to do with um, him teaming up with Ventress and uh, and trying to assassinate Dooku. Yes, that's um, what it was. Yeah, yeah. I but I don't remember the second half of the book. Mm-hmm. I did read it. Yes. I it, it so check it off my list, but yeah. I still get the nerd points for. It. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of nerd points, we get James Earl Jones back as the voice of Vader, uh, or do we? Because from what I yeah, hear, it's I, actually I, AI. Yeah. Well, I like, think it was I think it was him, but it was mo- just like how they used, just like how they messed with Mark Hamill's voice in uh in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um. It, it, you know he needs to. James Earl Jones doesn't sound like that anymore. He's a thousand mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. And I think I think some people are kind of a little bit mad because they're crediting him like that. But I think it's also because like 
even though they give him the credit, I don't think they're giving him like anything in return for basically just taking voice clips that they have and modulating it, which I don't know. That does sound kind of a little, you know, maybe yeah. because he did do the work to make those voice clips. You know, I'm I'm it's not like I expect him to pay much, but I think they it should give him some damn credit. Yeah, but I, I well, don't know. I, I don't know that f- that 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 is like I said, that is just yeah. what it seems to be going around. I yeah. do not know if that is actually. Yeah, true. I. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I will say I, that they did a really good job it, with it, it came out with Vader's voice. Yeah. yeah, it came out really good, especially like because we, we 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 get a confrontation between Obi Wan and Vader in the third episode, mm-hmm. and it is like you know Ben is like, well, what have you become? He's like, I am what you made me, mm-hmm. and it's like you can you know you've got that ang like that. Just pure hatred just oozing out of Vader. And we can and oh yeah, that was the other thing that the moment I found was so dark with this was you know, Vader is like having his way with Obi-Wan in this yeah, fight uh-huh. and literally drags him through hot firing fiery coals just to punish him. Mm-hmm. And he is literally only saved He's- by you know by the resistance. Yeah, he sees he's he was he was being toyed with. Yeah. Like yeah. at this point, Vader wants like I said, like he was doing that to the people to make him suffer. Vader wants him to suffer right now. Like he's yeah. not he's not ready to kill him or 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 whatever. Like if if there's any other idea of plan of like of an end game that's not killing him, I don't know. But if it is, he's not there yet. He's he's here for mm-hmm. making him suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that um th- now I will say I will say my one my one little my one little uh issue that I think I mean I think it was executed really well uh but I don't love Vader and Obi-Wan having a direct encounter before A New Hope. Um mm-hmm. you know, when I left you I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with the line that Vader says when I left you the circle is not complete when I left you I was but the learner now I am the master. Well, if they've if that's not the first time that he's seen Obi Wan since since he left, uh, you, you know, since since Mustafar, then it loses it loses some of the meaning. Um, yeah. To an yeah. extent. Now, if if uh, if this confrontation is is all that we is all that we saw, you know, not a real not a real confrontation. Yeah. Then, uh, you know, then 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 that's one thing. Also, if also, I mean, technically, if they have a if they have another duel where where, uh, y- you know, where where Obi-Wan schools him um, and then they go their separate ways, uh, you know, Vader could say that he has learned a lot in the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and 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 there is there is an impl- there is an implication of there being, you know, more history. You know, the last time I felt this. It was in the presence of my old master, you know, stuff like that. So, so there is, there is some implication of, of maybe, of maybe some, some issues, but it just, they're, they're treading dangerous ground. right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. 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 Um, wait, there was, there was, Oh, I, I, I like how you said that, that this is a confrontation, but it's really kind of not like, like you said, cause like, like I mentioned at the top, like, Oh, we won. It's not, it's not having any of this. He is, he, you could see he like when when Vader came through the town and he was watching. Yeah, he, really he was, was terrified. He was terrified, but he also was torn. Like he, yeah. you could tell that he wanted to help those people, 
still like but he also but and here now when it's just him and vader he's not he's not you know he's not even trying he's basically just trying to get away mm-hmm. like he doesn't want this fight yeah and understandably um, because vader pretty much has his way with him one-handed yeah mm-hmm. can uh something i can i mention that i have kind of like a callback that they kind of uh that we kind of glossed over is uh leia and her droids yes so yeah uh in the very first episode uh what, what's the protocol droid that uh lola well yeah, no 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 no. that that's her little toy droid droid that she calls lola like it's like l o o seven something yeah or l zero zero seven it's it's whatever anyways but uh at one of the uh at the the stuffy party that she did not want to go to like oh, a, yeah. a protocol droid comes over and gives her food and she thanks it by name and yes. her like cousins like why do you do that it's just a robot and you know and that's when she basically puts them she puts them down mm. with that like very yeah. insightful thing by the way uh but i love how she is for droid rights yep. <laughs> i mm. think she would get with, along with l337 mm-hmm. um because when they get here uh the hiding place is being is being watched by a uh dro- did they say it's a protocol droid of sorts or just a loader? A no, loader, just a loader droid. It's not allowed loader to talk. Droid. And NED Ned B, Ned B, and she calls Ned. She introduces uh, Ned to Lola. Uh, she tries talking to him, and they like they says like he's not programmed to talk. He won't say it. And I they pointly is like, well, what if he has something he wants to say? And I also mm-hmm. kind of like how Hala doesn't dismiss him. He's like, well, I you know at least actions speak louder than words. And I yeah. think that's very true because uh, there are some very good scenes with that with that droid. Yes, mm. especially at the uh, end because he's, he's the one responsible for rescuing Obi Wan. I love yeah. when he's holding the when he's holding the, the hammer. Yeah, the hammer by yeah. his back. Yeah. Like, when the stormtroopers are coming in and they're just through in a cursory glance, like that one that one guard is like harassing him, and and the other one's like, "It's just a droid. He's he can't even he's not even programmed to talk, you know." But oh, just watching him with that hammer and. Mm, I love it. Oh my god! I just had an epiphany. Yes, you pointing out that the that Leia Leia appreciating the droids. That's why she trusted the Death Star plans with R two D two. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because she trusted the droids in a world where no one where, does, where where no one does, and no one thinks or of everybody them. just easily dismisses them. That's yeah. She that's has so. Has, it's a lovely little thing that is is so great. A wonderful through line. I mean, it's just like, and I mean, also like, it's, it's like, it's, it's just this, the show has all these little things that, that tie it to a new hope and make things that a new hope make sense. Like, you know, like it, it's always been weird to me that Luke is like, I'm here with Ben Kenobi and that she knows who Ben Kenobi is, mm-hmm. you know, because she was asking for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, you know, so the fact that she had this little adventure with, with Obi-Wan yeah. it's calling himself Ben just makes, you know. It makes all the it makes all the difference. Like just this little, mm-hmm. this little stuff. Yep, yep. But I think we should uh, get wrap up to the ending. Yeah, yeah. The ending we so, get. Speaking of Leia, she she's left to her own devices as Obi Wan is saved. She's running through these corridors to get to yeah, a ship. She Leia essentially tells Hal to just go get him. Yeah, like yeah. Obi Wan sends him off to the ship. To, to basically, I guess, buy them some time because, like I said, like he doesn't really want to fight or anything, but the, he still needs to buy them time, so he does, like, you know, throw himself out as bait. Mm-hmm. 
but like halfway through that tunnel, uh, uh, Hala's like definitely like not feeling like this is good, and near it is Leia, and she's like, "Go get him." Yeah. And but, Re- what is it? It revifies the tunnel, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Revifies the tunnel and the hideout, and then manages to figure out where she's headed because once she gets to the end of the tunnel, there's a dead pilot, and Rev is there, and Leia knows that that's not good. I was just about to say, like, I there's a moment where she tries to pretend like she's, you know, a, here to help her as the pilot. Was yeah. the dead pilot hit, like, even, like, partially hidden behind something? I missed I that. I don't think. I, I don't, yeah, I'm so, pretty sure she sees it right after Reva says that, and she starts backing yeah. away from her. And I was just thinking, what was her plan after that? Like, did she think it, did she think that that, I guess she was hoping that would give her enough time just to grab her? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but so far I'm 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 hooked. I'm, yeah. I'm really enjoying the callbacks, really enjoying the performances from the yeah. entire cast. And it's just yeah, I've got I'm really looking forward to seeing how how this is going to play out. And just everything that they've done with Vader has just been so, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm really looking forward to the to the next half. I want to see what's going to happen. And as as I've always said, like, I always enjoy, you know, like a good call, a good call for something that's 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 got my interest in it. I'm having fun with is that I want to see it to the end, yep. you know, like as long as I'm feeling like I'm, I want to get through all this to see it. You know, I think that's that's a, that's a very, you know, that's like a, a, you know, like one of the best things for me to like something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When when I saw so I watched the first two episodes the minute they came out because they released them it was a miracle uh, they they released they decided to release them at midnight Eastern time instead of midnight Pacific time so I was all set to wake up at three in the morning but uh, <laughs> but I was but it was midnight because I had been I don't remember why I was still awake but um and people on people on uh, the the Star Wars CCG Slack were saying that they had heard that it, it was going to be released. And then it was. So I set up the projector and watched those two episodes. And like, you know, when we're talking about Disney plus content, the first episode of the Mandalorian, the first uh, two episodes of WandaVision and this, uh, I came out of those experiences, not even necessarily that it was the best content that I had seen, but I, I came out of it and I was like, this show has so much potential. Yeah. It has, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's, it's just, it has just this impossible amount of potential. And I mean, WandaVision mostly lived up to it. Mandalorian hundred percent lived up to it. Uh, and I think, and I think Obi-Wan, you know, the first two episodes, I got my wife to watch the first two episodes. She was like, not, she was like, I don't really care about this. Obi-Wan guy, it's Star Wars. Who cares about Star Wars? And and uh she was like, Kendall, why is the show good? <laughs> and uh, you know, so she's been she's been on on board on board since then. Uh just uh yeah, it's just it's freaking great. And like I said at the beginning, you know, it's it's acting's over the top, the the action is swashbucklingly lighthearted. Uh, you know, this is not if you wanted, if you wanted a show where Obi Wan just mopes around Tatooine for six episodes, I mean that's kind of what I wanted. <laughs> um, it's not that, but I freaking love how good it is. It's it's just it's a uh, 
I, I, I it, it, you know, it does over and over again. I feel like Disney Star Wars, it subverts my expectations and sticks and sticks the landing. So, yeah. um, you know, we'll see in we'll see in three weeks. I'll probably be like, oh my god, those last three episodes were terrible. <laughs> That's I mean, it. No more possible. Star Wars for me. <laughs> only oh, what only if Star what Trek? They, what if only it's Star like, Trek: what Strange if, New Worlds? <laughs> what what if what if the last half of of Obi Wan Kenobi is like season two of Beast Machines? Just completely <laughs> shit's bad. Oh man, oh man, because I was excited about there was some real good stuff at the beginning of Beast Machines. <laughs> yeah, they'll introduce uh, they'll introduce a Michael Jackson character. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh so uh does anybody have anything they would like to promote? Um oh yeah, uh I'm still helping out Art Cooper with uh with a bunch of his podcasts like uh Alphabet Flight and uh Creepy Critters and um over Innsmouth. Uh you can find find a lot of them like we have a facebook group called the hodged pod group because i like making puns and terrible <laughs> seo things um uh you can also find like i there's we've set up twitters and uh tiktoks even and instagrams for them and you know i i help like manage those but oh cool i mean alphabet alphabet flight has been going on for a while now like this is almost yes, five years uh there's almost there's de- there's over a thousand episodes uh I I I don't know like to those people who like remember the official handbook of the Marvel universe when they either came out in comics or when they reprinted them as books and uh like it was like you know like an encyclopedia Britannica yep. of comics I read and it the, was I read the books yeah, I got them and, from my local and library they, and they were one of the things that actually that that really got me into comics was like learning all this neat stuff and stuff like that and it is fun to go through some of these things some of these things are just so crazy mm-hmm. and i we oh god that there's still that just an offhand comment about north star at, at one time was a quadriquois separatist uh terrorist like that was just one sentence and they never go over it ever again and we're like what what like why don't <laughs> they expound on that they they take quite a few time you know a couple of minutes to take say that he uh, was like a champion skier, but he was because of it. It was his mutant powers that made him a champion skier, and he was caught and and disqualified. You know, like they take they take time to explain that, but they don't explain how he fell in with these terrorist groups and 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 is he you know no longer one? What? But yeah, it it is a blast. Uh, we started on uh two some of the two thousand stuff where they basically did a lot more clean. Like it's a lot more cleaner work, a lot more research. Uh, goes into it but it also means like a lot more information uh the first couple of episodes with using the 2000s are just basically about alternate realities like like uh there's an episode about the the earth that is of uh the of uh the 1602 universe that uh neil gaiman wrote uh first wrote for oh Uh, like yeah Yeah. like it talks about it basically talks about what happened there and all the stuff there and I did not know, like, thanks to that episode, I did not know that apparently uh, Banner, you know, who became the Hulk at the end of the series because of the strange radiation and stuff like that, somehow ended up in China and became a Jade Emperor by fighting Fing Fang Foom. So, who knew? <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's uh, that's what I suggest. Uh, it's a lot of fun, you know, and 
I th- I th- I think I think we could really use more like an influx of new listeners, basically because I mean we've got a nice group and everything, but it would be nice if we could you know spread out to some more. So yeah. I've been trying to think of like how of ways to promote it more. Right on, Kendall. How about you? Uh, so um as as always I'm at K Hallman on Twitter. Uh, you can find everything I do at KendallCast.ninja, or you can go to KendallCast.com if you have a problem with typing non-standard uh urls because i registered that as well Mm -hmm. um and i said i was going to start plugging my patreon patreon.com slash kendallcasts uh no no real bonus to doing that except for that you're patronizing me um um and um but uh, yeah so the shows that i'm currently doing uh the pull list is we've got we've got one more episode and we'll have completed our uh, review of the entire uh, Civil War, uh, Marvel Comics Civil War event. Uh, we're, I've got more than 80 episodes at least recorded of uh, <laughs> of That's What We Called Music. Um, those are fun. We've got, we've got a, a handful of those in the can uh, that should be coming out with uh, with a, with some regularity in the next, next few weeks. Uh, the Kendall Cast Movie Roundtable is still going strong. We just recently posted the face-off episode and uh i feel oh oh we're gonna record this week so I, who knows when the episode will post we're gonna we're gonna be watching oceans 11 um Ooh. uh which uh pretty good movie uh believe Wait, it or which, not which which one because isn't oceans 11 like the one that has a rat pack version in uh a- yeah yeah and i watched the rat pack version and it's okay and that's horrible <laughs> no i'm talking about it's, i'm talking about the-, the george clooney version Okay. okay. The Rat Pack version ends with them. One of the one of the thieves dies, and they put they put all the money in his coffin, and uh, the and and his wife can't afford to ship the coffin, uh, <laughs> so they have it, him cremated there, and so all the money gets burnt because of you know because of the code <sighs> in the sixties that you can't you can't have somebody get away with a crime. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and it's like and it's like painfully like it is 20 minutes longer than the (laughs) than the the version than the than the movie from 2001 and there is less plot so it is just so meandering so many musical numbers because it's the rat pack it's oh my gosh it's it's and and when and when so by so many i mean the same two songs over and over again i but the but the 2001 so i don't know how like somebody somebody took that and then made this and then then just made this amazing tone piece in 2001 that that like every that every heist sequence in every movie has tried to emulate since it's uh it's crazy it's crazy stuff but uh yeah and then star wars cards content on there too but uh i don't know none of you guys like star wars so <laughs> Uh, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at the real gone mun G O N M U N. Uh, you can find this podcast that you're listening to. I imagine you already found it on AudioEntropy.com, where they've got tons of podcasts like Teenagers with Attitude, Totally Surprise, Let's Place, the aforementioned Jaffa Takes. So check it out. Uh, they've also got Eidolon Playtest, which is still going strong. So make sure to check all those out. So 
we will probably be back in a few weeks time to, to finish up our review of this series. But for now I have been Greg. I've been Jordan. I'm not a Jedi anymore. <laughs> May the force be with you folks. Are you sure you're Greg? You look kind of old and beat up. <laughs> I, I thought that was Greg. <laughs> <laughs>